Hello, 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 everyone. What's up, what's up? What's up? Greetings. Did y'all hear the balance in that vibrato? No. Many coveted. Many coveted. Oh, yeah, you, you heard it. Oh, you heard it. I taught you how, so. <laughs> Literally, Whatever. even if y'all beat me, I'm still going <laughs> to take the credit for it. So, I, mm. I still, I'm going to Donald Trump the fuck out of it. Like, it's really anything good, no matter who did it, I'm going to take the credit. Like, y'all heard about uh, Trump taking credit for some of Obama's past accomplishments? Of course. Probably so. I didn't hear about it, but I I know it happened. Yeah, specifically, he was talking about some of the um, economic, uh, uh, what's the word? Crap. My brain's still waking up. But basically, like, I want to say, like, unemployment amongst the black community is at a low so like more blacks would have have jobs oh. and, and and the thing is a lot of people a lot of he did say that. a lot of economists are arguing that it's really because of the work president obama has done that is just now starting to like really show like bear fruit in some instances and um and uh trump is trying to take credit for it and they're like you haven't even been in office enough to affect change in that way so he's, he's right. literally like trying to um like some like obama p- planted it in advance and it grew and it's bearing fruit now and um mm, and trump yes. is trying to grab the apples and say look what i did you know like nigga you ain't playing that so um mm, yeah <laughs> oh, this administration i can't yeah. with that but what i can what i can with is let me can y'all hear um you hear that glass and can you mm-hmm. hear that that's what you're hearing right now is some glass shaking in the glass I'm, I'm sorry you hear some ice shaking <laughs> and it's in a glass that is filled with some ginger ale and some apple vodka so i'm ready to talk for tonight y'all <laughs> 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 i to have me a little is it is it is a night is a nightcap what they call that you have like it's a drink at like late at night yeah a drink before like bed that, is that is? yeah a nightcap yeah, yeah a drink before bed yeah so i'm having a little nightcap i had a full um rack of lessons today i hear you and so i'm actually a little bit tired but um but i'm excited to talk so no, <laughs> no, I feel I, I stay telling people, and if you follow me on social media, you know I'm always telling people like people. Our job is not we don't just sit down and sing. Like it's it's pretty physical to be able to keep your voice. So mm-hmm. you have my empathy for that. Yes, thank you. I get receiving. it. I get it. <laughs> well, we definitely have a, a a wide variety of topics that we wanted to talk about tonight one including a user submitted topic um who will remain anonymous but (laughs) we'll talk about that um but before we get to that um gosh there's so many random things i don't even know where we should start i kind of want to jump into the Uh, sex but didn't you want to update us on um uh what's her face monique like didn't something go down since we last talked yeah yeah, so here's the whole thing about... There's a couple things about Monique, actually. Um, <laughs> well, I can mention about the whole Queen's Court thing. DeMarcus, if you know enough, did you want to mention about her um, the documents and stuff? Did you know enough about that? Oh, yeah, I can mention that. Or whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, before we get to the documents, I'll mention this and then we can move on from that part. But, you know, someone had left a message on one of the posts in the Shade Room calling out Monique and um, um, T.S. Madison and Kaya saying, you know, Monique needs to come on to the Queen's Court so we can find out what's really good, like what's really happening. Matter of fact, 
I think it was K. Michelle was the one. I think K. Michelle called out Monique saying, um, Monique, how come in this interview, whoever she had an interview with that same day or the day before, how come on this interview you kept answering questions with questions? You know, you wouldn't pull that shit on a queen's court. And so Monique responded with, hey, my love, I wouldn't mind going on to um, the queen's court to talk to them. And then so people started jumping in the comment section like, make it happen, make it happen, make it happen. So it became like a big thing. And it was trending. It was trending. So anyhow, that was supposed to happen last night. And long story short, um, the Queen's Court was having so many technical difficulties with their lighting, with their sound, and they just could not get things going. And the comment section, oh my goodness, people who at one point were so positive and so supportive of the show were now berating them, saying, this is so low budget, this is y'all chance, y'all fucked it up, y'all supposed to be, you know, where's y'all's production team, what's happening? It was just so much negativity. And then there was also something happening within within the actual space of T.S. Madison and Kaya, because... Um, I, apparently, I didn't see all of it, but apparently Kaya was upset about the energy. I think it was something that she had towards um, Monique. I guess Monique was kind of saying some stuff. That was on Monique's Periscope that was running at the same time that the podcast was. Mm. And so Kaya got upset. And so um, Kaya ended up leaving the show while they were having all the technical difficulties and left T.S. Madison there by herself. And then Kaya eventually came back and T.S. Madison was like, hey, sis, you know, is everything good? And she was like, no, I'll call you tomorrow. And she left. And so a lot of people were calling out Kaya saying that's very unprofessional about, you know, this is y'all show. You can't just leave your co-host sitting there, whatever. And um, so T.S. Madison tried to keep going, but the technical difficulty difficulties just won and they could not get the sound and everything right. And so they just ended up ending the live feed. One thing I forgot to mention also is that earlier when they were first having the technical difficulties, um, Kaya... I don't know if she was blaming T.S. Madison or her energy was um, was giving that off, but T.S. Madison ended up crying. She's like, it's not my fault. I don't know why this is happening or whatnot. And so all of this got into the shade room and that just continued with people like, see, y'all ain't shit. You know, is this is this where you're at, Monique? Is this how low budget you got and where you're actually going to go on to the Queen's Court? It's just a mess, y'all. It was, it was just a total mess. And so T.S. Madison was like, we'll be back next week. You know, hopefully we'll get a chance to get Monique back on and get our questions answered. So I don't know. But the only thing I wanted to point out to y'all about that is just how fickle, quote, fans or, quote, supporters can be. Because like I said, up to this point, don't get me wrong, there have been some people who don't like the Queen's Court. And to be honest, I don't even follow it all that closely because sometimes the energy is a little bit too heavy for me in terms of the negativity. And I just don't like a lot of stuff that's being said. But at the same time, I'd be wanting to know what's being said. Ugh, I hate social media. Anyhow, <laughs> so, um, so you know, they had a lot of supporters. But when they had this technical difficulty for the first time, it was like they didn't have no supporters. Everyone was just bashing them left and right. And I'm like, damn, y'all. I thought like y'all were supporters of them. Like, what happened? And it's just a reminder to me that people are so fucking selfish sometimes. Very, very selfish. Like, when things are... Yeah, they're quick to turn on you, even when it could be circumstances beyond your control. And so, whatever you do in life, especially if you're an entrepreneur or self-employed like some of these people, just know your worth and know that the same breath that people use to praise you, they will use to condemn you if they if they want to. So you gotta you gotta be firm in your own worth. Un unpopular opinion here. That jump sounds mm -hmm. karmic as the fuck. Like it's hard for me to yeah. fully feel bad for people who make their career off of not only gossiping, but at some points 
being downright mean and cruel toward other people. Oh, yes. And yes, so, yes, 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 yes. And you I'm can see you, the same yeah. thing has happened to people like Wendy Williams and Charlemagne, you know, from The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like, when they've had moments, yeah. people, I think people attack extra viciously. And mm-hmm. as someone who has a similar type of platform, obviously, I'm not like a gossip columnist or anything like that. But as someone who's right. done live online shows with thousands of people watching and who's done workshops and I've, I've been live on the internet multiple times with thousands of people viewing it and i know that if there are technical mm-hmm. difficulties i think that because of the character that i present don't get me wrong i've said it before some people are assholes even with me but generally people feel like okay right. this is eric let's cut him some slides give him a break he's trying i think like if if i had made my name off of like bashing other people i'd be met with right. a different result because people kind of feel because you you have two-faced fans because like the thing is your fans <laughs> right because you two, you're two-faced exactly so you so, like you said fans. it's like you know you're saying asshole stuff you kind of want to hear it, but at the same time you're like y'all wrong for this though so it's like i can't fully be right. behind you because you i know you mm-hmm. wrong you know and so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that energy comes back to you and i'm not i don't delight in anybody's like struggle or whatever but i just think that it's kind of funny all that negativity um yeah the in one room i'm not surprised stuff imploded and also i think that uh it's a people thing but i always think black people we tend to sabotage ourselves sometimes when things are going good i just see it a lot i wouldn't be it's funny that out of all the times have like debilitating technical difficulties this is the time like a pivotal moment for kaya and, and and madison like i feel like I feel like subconsciously mm-hmm. they fuck themselves over because I think it's like I think a lot of times black people feel like oh I'm getting too close to the sun I don't deserve this and they melt their right. own wings in advance you know mm-hmm. if y'all get like the Icar- the Icarus reference yeah the Icarus yeah I c- I can definitely see that and something that you mentioned also made, and we we got we got to go back to the whole Monique thing and Demarcus I know you're gonna jump in with the whole documents um, something that you mentioned also made me think about um, in terms of the karmic you know aspect. Um, leading up to this point, now don't get me wrong, the the Queen's Court did have a lot of people, like they had a lot of support, but they also had a lot of people who didn't like what they were doing, blah, 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 and they would talk about them heavily. And T.S. Madison would be all over her social media talking about, you know, you bitches, you hoes can't do what I do. Y'all still doing stunts and shows for for free, but I'm turning this into a an, into coins and I'm making it work for me. And she was very, very, very boastful about how the Queen's Court, she was they were able to turn that into a profit. A profit, a profit. And then people start and getting ready and people get ready. People yes, start people start exactly. hoping you fall. Exactly, exactly. And then when this happened, it just opened the floodgates. And I, that that was not lost on me. That that was not lost to me. And I was like, see, you know, it's kind of sometimes, yeah, like you said, some people are assholes, but then other times we put energy out there and it's like a boomerang and it comes back and it suffocates you. Mm-hmm. You just you just gotta you just gotta be careful. You just gotta be careful. That's how people but it's as far like, as Monique is concerned. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go I was ahead. gonna say it's like being on a date with somebody who's really attractive and you think they're really attractive, but if they keep going on and on about how attractive they are, or if they show themselves to be an asshole, suddenly you start noticing right. That one eye is slightly askew, or that their skin <laughs> right, could so be clearer, <laughs> or that their teeth might mm-hmm. like why that one tooth is not the same color as the rest of the teeth, and suddenly you start mm-hmm. to right. notice these little things that you probably wouldn't have noticed anyway. But I think it's human nature. Like when somebody starts to become more, when someone mm-hmm. starts to show ugly spiritual attributes, it affects the way yeah. we see them physically, and it affects the yeah. way that we 
and to, and moreover, it affects like how much we're rooting for them or not. You know, it's like so. Exactly. It's, like, it's like I'm not gonna. It's like mm, you don't seem as cool. It affects how we see them on multiple levels, and so I think right. that you it know does. that that affects things a lot. That's true. It really does. It really does. Oh, so many factors going on. But anyhow, so back to Monique specifically. We left y'all with our thoughts in the last podcast. How we are not. Um, boycotting Netflix and my <laughs> the account is surely still going still Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but we do there have been some updates right now <laughs> right, right, right. I was watching something I can't remember what it was but um but there have been some updates with Monique concerning um that whole thing and Demarcus what was going on she put some files or documents out well they had posted on the shade room showing um a screenshot of the um basically like the contract details that Netflix sent mm-hmm. to Monique and her manager, AKA her mm-hmm. husband. And, um, a lot of people were saying, Oh, this is a terrible deal. Cause I think it mentioned a lot of stuff like, um, you get the one hour special that would be shot by Netflix. Netflix will own the copy, uh, copyright of the program. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm reading Netflix retains all audio rights, uh, for 12 months after our premiere, Monique cannot tape or negotiate with any third party with respect to her next comedy special. Uh, for 24 months after our premiere, we ask that Monique not perform or use the material from our special in any recorded program. Um, then we ask for a first negotiation slash first refusal right after the 24 months. Um, Monique gets uh, written and performed by credit. And all these, uh, honestly... A lot of this stuff is standard. Like, I'm about to say, it's that standard. standard it's, it's basically a non-compete agreement, so that they exactly. don't have to compete mm-hmm. with them with the material, because otherwise it undercuts the like people caring about the make. project. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so all of that to say, she for that deal, she was also offered the the five hundred thousand dollars plus the production budget for a total of uh, eight hundred and ten thousand dollars. That's what Netflix offered her without the audition. So, and that's what mm-hmm. she, that's, you know, people looked at that and they were like, well, I don't see it. Some people were saying it, it's not a bad deal. And other people were saying, see, I, I knew it. I knew, I knew there was something to this, you know, something else to the story. And they were saying it was mm-hmm. a terrible deal. Well, you have to think about the fact that she was also offered the three million with the audition and she, her pride stopped her from getting that money. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. all that to say, I stand where I stand. Yeah, and that 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 doesn't sway my thoughts, right? At all. Mm-hmm. And I'll be watching the rest of my shows this week. So. Right. <laughs> That's so crazy. And I know <laughs> that, you know, if you're if you're used to um a certain income or whatever, then it, it, it's subjective. I guess that's what I'm getting to. It's subjective. But I was just kinda kinda giggling to myself a little bit when you were reading the terms to Marcus because um like I know it said that she can't do something like for a whole year or something, but I'm like, oh my gosh, but you were about to get a million dollars. Like, I don't know, for my life, that would like be so much money. Like that would just really set me right for like such a long time. But I don't know, like I said, to each his own, but I I still hold my my original thought as well, where I feel like, like you said, it was her pride that got in the way. And um, I just think she needs to market herself in a different way because if she keeps going down this path, I just don't see how she's ever going to return to the art. You know, yeah, exactly. if, her, if, if she 
Yeah, I mean, she'll, she'll continue doing interviews. She'll continue calling out, and she'll continue doing this. And if that's if that's how you want to live your life, then cool, do it. But will we ever see Monique, the actress or the comedian, again? Like, I don't know. I think it's another. I think is, it's. Oh, go ahead, Eric. No, I was just gonna say. I think it's another form of sabotage. Like, I think it's this thing of yeah. if you keep undercutting all your opportunities, you get to say, "Well, I was at the top, but they stopped me." I think what I've observed mm-hmm. over the years, from fifteen years of working with artists, actors, and singers, and whatever, is that sometimes if <laughs> it's easier to say, like, if you're afraid of maybe not doing as well the second time or not having a good follow up, then people start mm-hmm. finding like. People start creating cracks and creating holes so that they don't have to say, can always say, well, I was at the top. Y'all stopped me, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's just a thing that I've observed a lot. And I think that it's a, I think it's a cop out. Cause I think my whole thing is girl, if you having problems with everybody, then the issue is with right, you yeah. clearly, yeah. you know, like, yes, there is mm-hmm. racism. Yes, there is sexism, but damn women, black women is still making it work. Like somehow, like you're the only one who's just totally paralyzed by this, you know, like where you right. just can't even make a single move. And so I'm like, mm, you, you're, right. it's a cop out. It's you're, you're not, you're, yeah. af- you're afraid. I think, I think she's afraid to get out there and actually work. I feel like put like, put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. Like, Get out there and just go and be great and make people see mm-hmm. what you're what you're creating all this raucous for. So yep. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was basically True. gonna say the same thing. Like take the five hundred thousand dollars and actually use this as your tipping point to say, Okay, look, I know I done did some people wrong. Let me at least try to get a portion of my career back. And you know, if mm-hmm. if if the special would have done great, then guess what? Netflix would have been like, you know what, we need to do this again. You know, maybe we can right. offer you this or other people would have saw that and said, you know what, Monique is back. So now let's offer her, you know, something. Who knows? But at this point, I just don't mm-hmm. see anybody working with her again, to be honest. I don't know. Right. Why? Why would you want to go through? Look at what happens every time. It's like at this point, the, like I remember telling my dude recently about um, a certain person, uh, an, an old friend that after a while, like when somebody keeps like demonstrating a certain kind of behavior and they're consistent with it after a while, it's like, okay, like I'm the one I'm clearly, if I work with them at this point, it's my fault because they haven't, they're clearly right. demonstrating consistency. So I'm the one who has mm-hmm. to either adjust my, how I work or just leave it alone. And I feel like with, with Monique, she's clearly showing over and over again with the myriad explanations as to why that she clearly has a problem with working with people. So it just is what it is. Yeah. You know, when, when you said about the aspect that I have to investigate myself, like, you know, and not work with him again or whatever the situation may be. Um, I don't know if you guys follow Will Smith on Instagram or not. I whenever do. You're, whenever you are on there. Okay, cool. Cause he has, you know, he's he's he just got on there recently. He is hilarious. <laughs> he is so funny. <laughs> but he, he also he he also drops a lot of knowledge and stuff. And on his IG stories, and I don't remember all the details, but he was talking about responsibility versus being hurt and all that type of stuff. And the thing that I'm pulling out from that is that even if we're in situations where there's been some hurt or there's been some um, forgiveness is involved, all these things, you know, we have to take responsibility of our own happiness, yes. our own success, yes. and our own state of mind. Regardless, yes, other people do, does, 
affect us like we don't live in a bubble like someone's thoughts words and deeds as we used to say in church can affect you but ultimately how you think in your own mind like you have to take responsibility with that if you want to move forward you know what i mean and so it's it's just something that we got to do but um with that said i want to switch gears a little bit and talk about mark sailing or sailing i don't know if that's how you pronounce it Mark Sailing um, was an actor on Glee. If you guys remember that show, I didn't really and watch it, but I know I know who it I is. Didn't though. I know who he is. Yeah, I did, I, I did watch. Yeah, I did watch um, a good amount of it at one point. Then I fell off. But he was an actor on Glee, and he recently committed suicide. He's the second actor on the show that's committed suicide. Mm. Um, the other. Well, I should I should take that back. I'm sorry. The first guy, well, he overdosed, but I don't know if he overdosed in a suicide attempt or I what. Think it was. That was the first guy. Okay, yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, he committed suicide by via overdose. Mark committed suicide via hanging. And the reason why I'm bringing Damn. this story to y'all because I'm just curious of your thoughts. I have a question, but let me just read to you quick details, and then I'll ask you my question. The the article says Mark selling child pornography case to be dismissed following suicide so just to bring you guys up to speed um he was entering a guilty plea and was going to face four to seven years in prison he was set to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and fifty thousand dollars to any victim who came forward um but now that he has died no the victims if there are any don't get anything and so that's one thing because it says quote yeah it says quote however this cannot possibly happen as once a defendant dies the case is over because he was going to court but they never like nothing was ever finalized you know so that's one thing um one more thing i want to read to y'all is that sailing owned more than fifty thousand images and 600 videos showing girls as young as three being raped oh Oh my my God. god God yeah, damn so, it. Damn, I didn't even realize. Yeah, um, that's... Yeah. I don't think I knew um, another, to that extent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I knew it was 50,000 images, but I didn't and know... And I'm going to say something that's going... It's going to make me sound yeah. like a real asshole, but there's something where you can... It cushions the blow when you hear images. You know, just, just brought, like, you yeah. know, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. little kids, like, which is, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but... I was thinking, yeah. oh, he was looking at kids, and I don't know, my imagination didn't take it up that extra notch, I guess. But I was like, oh, he was looking mm-hmm. at kids. He was wrong. Like, I didn't, maybe my brain doesn't want to think about that, but raping children, mm-hmm. especially, children having sex in any way, but especially being raped, and that as young as, that's, that's beyond. Like, I, I, I didn't even, that was incomprehensible to me, and you just kind of, yeah. my mind is blown right now. I, I wasn't ready. That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> Yes, and that, that's going to kind of lead me into my question. One more thing about that. Apparently, he showed these, and I'm reading the article again. Apparently, he showed these to an ex-girlfriend who was horrified by what she saw and, theref- and therefore turned him into the authority. So that's Why would he? In the first place. Maybe he somehow knew that know. he was wrong and he wanted to be found out. Because, damn, dude. Or he thought damn. that she would be okay with it. <laughs> right. That's, exactly. Uh, who, for what woman is so, that the turn on? Like, oh, here's, here's my stash. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And apparently, he has attempted um, suicide before. I, I don't know if he attempted slit suicide early in his life, or, or, or right. Yes, yes, slit his wrist. And I, but I, that might be after he was caught. So I don't know. I don't know. But um, but I was I was observing 
the response of the media, like on, you know, message boards and comment sections on ver various social media stuff. And for the most part, for the most part, like 90 to 98 percent, everyone was against him of course and they were like you know i don't feel any empathy no sympathy at all i'm glad he's dead he was a pedophile all that type of stuff they were saying all of that um and so it kind of made me question and, and and at the time this question came to me i did not know about the whole raping part either so that's actually new to me too just reading it to y'all but it, it made me wonder is should there is there any empathy for someone who does commit suicide or can their previous acts be so reprehensible that they don't deserve sympathy they don't deserve empathy and that good they're dead like should should, is, should that be celebrated should it be neutral like how do y'all feel about that you know should it be you know i don't know it, it's just something that came across my mind um actually can you restate the question for me yeah my question is that um in his case you know everyone was against him and they were actually celebrating the fact that he was dead mm -hmm. you know no one for the most part like a very small amount of people that i saw on social media where um you know had any type of sympathy or empathy at all but most people were like i'm glad he's dead you know he was a pedophile you know that's what he deserved no one cares oh and one more thing um with that i i was like victims i haven't read anything about victims and it was uh, what i have read is that he just had the images and i know this is a thin line so people who are listening please understand that i'm trying to delicately word this is he a pedophile based off of the fact that he was looking at the images or do you need to commit the act to be a pedophile is there like how does that work as as but as we discuss that back to the question can something be done that is so reprehensible that if someone were to kill themselves that we would no longer feel any sympathy for him like does he deserve any type of empathy or sympathy for the fact that he killed himself but he was also had all these images and stuff like you know what 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 do you think yeah well the, the, the suffix because i was kind of rambling for a second yeah the suffix file just denotes an attraction towards something it's like you can be a bibliophile okay. or like a, there's different types of um and you and you like 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 words or like books and stuff so you don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that um that you're like doing something i and i could be wrong about this but to my understanding yeah. um it just is the connotation is just or the or the the meaning means that you you are attracted to um in this case right. pedo or pedo denoting children you know like pedo pediatrician pedo like you know that young yeah you know yeah in fact i'm gonna google it because yeah. i don't want to be i don't want to um <laughs> what's the word i don't want to jesse jackson this and just be saying shit that you're like okay derek that's not really what it uh it no means. i feel you because yeah. i don't know either and and i guess and I guess I asked that I asked that from a neutral stance, but at the same time, and to be and to be honest with y'all, I don't yeah. I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel any sympathy or empathy either. But I guess I was kind of getting hung up on everyone kept saying he's a pedophile, he's a pedophile, he's a pedophile. And but then I was like, but wait a minute, was he convicted? Now the images are true, we know that, and that's disgusting. It is reprehensible. But did were there any victims? Is is yeah. is he just a, a, well, this a is vile the thing. person? Um, I don't know. The I suffix know. Just, the, su the suffix file or philia is used to specify some kind of attraction or affinity to something. So um oh, so okay. and uh and let me just make sure that I have this other part right. Yeah, and pedo ref refers to children, relating to children, you know, whatever. But the point okay. is, and that's probably hella obvious, but I don't think that um it matters if he actually touched a human 
in the real world or whatever if you're just looking at pictures i and mm-hmm. i think i remember reading this but i, I don't want to mess it mm-hmm. up i don't i hate like i just want to put this out with a disclaimer you can google it to get the real facts but i want to say that i read a study you know I, i'm good for reading a, a fucking study i believe i read something years ago that says something to the effect of like studies show that most men don't stop it at looking at pictures so that might be how it mm. begins but eventually like i don't know like um, I think I forgot the statistic, but basically, guys who do end up touching kids in real life, they're notoriously repeat offenders. Like almost as a mm. rule. That's why chemical castration is even a thing because a lot of guys. Mm. At one point, <laughs> I was even wondering to myself, especially when I was going through all my like hardcore Christian stuff. Like I, I feel like I'm reading right now. Um, Seed of the Soul <laughs> by uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what's his name, Zukov. And one thing he talks, yeah. one thing he talks about is how it's possible to acknowledge wrongdoing or evil, but still understand that the soul of the person. And this is from a spiritual standpoint. So you might, if you write this off as bullshit, I totally understand. But the soul of the person, mm-hmm. the immortal part, is hurting and needs to be healed. And you can also acknowledge mm-hmm. that. And that does not mean you're condoning the behavior. You're just acknowledging. Mm-hmm the duality of like the personality is enacting these heinous, you know, things of this, these mm-hmm. acts of pedophilia, but the soul of the person obviously has some healing to do. And they are, they are damaged in some way. And that doesn't mean that it was right, mm-hmm. but it just obviously, right. exactly. Th- mm-hmm. There's some, there's some stuff going on. And I also saw somebody strongly uh, indicated that the guy himself was, was a victim of sexual assault as a child himself. So, Mm, okay see Mm. first of all that i didn't know and that would make sense to me and also what you were saying about from that spiritual book is maybe on a subconscious way maybe that's what i was feeling in some way and let me repeat this i don't feel empathy and i wasn't saddened but at the same time i wasn't online saying you know fuck him i'm so glad he killed himself i don't give a damn i wasn't that right right right. oh my god right you know what i mean but and, and the reason being is because now now this did pop in my mind I thought to myself about how many people um, who were, you know, typing these comments. Number one, how many of them could be pedophiles themselves, first of all. But also, you know, is there anything, like say some of these people, if they had a cousin who like shot up a convenience store and murdered someone or whatnot, and then he was supposed to go to jail, but then he killed himself. You know, would there be any type of empathy or understanding for him, right. but not for the pedophile? Like, you know, wh- like where do we draw the line in a sense of, okay, you're worthy of being understood. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're, we, you, what you did was disgusting or whatnot, but there's a part of you that needs healing. But you... You're discussing, and I don't care about your healing. Like, fuck your existence. You're dead. I'm glad. Like, is there any type of, like, thin line between that? Like, like is something just too bad or just too reprehensible that we just cannot, we just cannot embrace any anything from it? Is that making sense? Is that question make sense? I think sense? a lot of people tend to, I think a lot of people that tend to look at any acts against children, children, who, yeah, who we see as too. you know yeah. completely innocent and is, defenseless. Yeah. Like, it's, right and defenseless it's just unforgivable like that's i think that's in yeah. what that is in what yeah is, that's what's in most people's mind and so yeah for him to yeah. kill himself behind that i can understand why there's not a lot of sympathy out there and i can too you know and mm-hmm. even from my own you know viewpoint um i don't feel like I, i'm the same with you michael like i, I don't feel bad 
Now, I don't wish death mm-hmm. upon anyone, you know, that's just what it is. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I feel worse for the victims because, you know, they don't get any type of, they don't get anything from this, you know, like, they, like he took yeah. the coward's way out, he killed himself, and he probably did mm-hmm. that to save the heartache from, you know, any family members that might be left behind with his, you know, with his whatever fortune he has. I'm about to say, I so, even believe exactly. I've heard cases where people have done that just to save their family the money. Just save the family, Because right. mm. if you kill yourself, there's, there's a term for it. My, you know, my dude's a lawyer. I wish he was nearby. I could ask him, like, what's that called? There's, there's like a Latin-y term for it, but, because, you know, all the, all the court mm. stuff is in Latin, but you can kill yourself and your family can get the money instead of you having to pay it out. Now, I haven't heard about it so much like in a case like this, but I don't know when it's, when it's come mm. to like certain kind of like criminal proceedings for other stuff or like um like tax stuff or like you know money laundering schemes where people would kill themselves so that their parents i mean so that their family or their Mm. children could get the money and so i've I've Mm -hmm. heard about stuff like that in the past yeah oh my and you know you know what if that does apply to his case and that's i mean we're not gonna know but if that does apply and that's why he did it wow that's that's just crazy that is crazy but they said that he had scars on his wrist like, I don't know, but they wrote, and somebody had accused him of trying to kill himself, but his people were like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, that's not what that was. So just, I just want to bring clarity to, allegedly, he tried to kill himself before. I don't know if more details have come out, but they, people did oh. see scars on his wrist and um, his, and his, and his team tried to like brush that off and say, no, that's fine. He didn't, he didn't do anything. It, it's nothing. And so, um. Okay. Yeah. Well, just, I, I did, I did hear that as well, that. You know, it, and I, I'll throw allegedly out there too that allegedly, yeah, he did try to commit suicide before. So that's wow, that is really crazy. Well, you know, and just lastly, it kind of reminds me of this whole um, Nasser case. We already talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah. About the, um, but yeah, so you know, he got convicted a um, hundred and. 40 years or something but i think mm. he just got hit with another 45 to 100 years um but y'all I, when i watched when i watched that story on dateline or cnn or whatever it was it did like a whole special on it like my mind was boggled it was so many girls hundreds yep. f- hundreds for so long 20 and the people years. that just brushed, like, what the yes fuck? exactly what the, fuck? Yeah. the people that like brushed it off or covered it up or just kind of turned a blind eye to it I, I i i like i was my mouth at one point was literally agape like i just could not believe this it was just crazy and it you know so th- you hit on something i was thinking when when dear was talking is that <laughs> i want to be clear in how i say this too like mm-hmm. raping children is like the worst. Like I, I don't know how much more evil worst. you can get than that. But what's, what's yeah. funny is some of these people in these comments. I was just thinking about the many ways. You know, I used to I used to be a teacher for younger children at one point, and I've seen mm-hmm. adults harm children in 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 uh, a billion and five ways every day that don't involve sexual assault. And one of the ways exactly. is simply not fucking listening when they are being sexually assaulted. In my opinion, yep. the people who Thank ignored you. it are just as bad. And I feel like that's exactly. a lot of people and the people who harm children emotionally and mentally and, you know, verbally. Mm-hmm. I feel like to me, this little hi- there is no hierarchy of pain. And so right. I feel like if you hurt a child, you hurt a child. And so I feel like not to get Christiany on on that ass, but right. Yet let he who is without sin or she, because I right. feel like <laughs> right. if, if we kept cameras yeah, exactly. on you twenty four seven, I wonder what we'd see. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm with you on that. Yeah, exactly. like let's let's see some of the some of the things that you've done that that just quote unquote weren't so bad or weren't the same, but let's that have long long reaching effects. You know, upon a child's psyche, or even upon a child's body, that weapon you gave, or that, or the, or the way you treat them, and you know, like it's, I don't know, I feel like it's a slippery slope. I feel like a big part of that is our puritanical Christian background in this country. Yeah, it makes us yep. feel so powerful, like we just like mm-hmm. certain things, and I think it's part of the shit bag part of us as humans. We love an opportunity to feel righteous in condemning somebody we just really mm-hmm, we right. love we love a chance to feel justified that's one thing i miss i tell my yes. sometimes one thing i miss about being a christian i was so sure you know i was just i was just so right. sure about i was better than some of these people you know and that and that like it was just so easy to see good and bad and black and white but it was funny as now outside of christianity i find myself with seeing so many shades of gray and seeing the yeah, the, yeah. So, the soul and everybody and everything, even even just mm-hmm. even in a pedophile. And, but that doesn't. But yeah. I, but I still feel like people should be punished for the wrong that they do. Apparently, he punished himself oh, in this yeah. way. But people yeah, should be punished yeah. for the wrong they do. They should be held accountable. But in my mind, I know that it doesn't just happen for no reason. And like like if somebody. If somebody tried to come at a child of mine, I'd probably want to murder them as the knee-jerk human response. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, but, right. but if I was right. able to eventually, if I was able to calm down without getting myself put in prison for murder, um, I would re- I would still realize that, like, I don't know, every, like, one thing I'm just realizing on a spiritual life level, I don't mm. want to sound like a pedophile sympathizer, but everybody, life is happening to everybody. And nobody just... Yeah winds up like i think i've heard it said really casually that this guy was a victim himself as a child like it's easy to it just rolls right off the tongue and then you move back on to what he did but i think the reality is he had to endure whatever he had to endure and live with that and and be wrecked by that for how you know like mm-hmm. and be in hell for that and then from the time he was young and it's like there's it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's, there's so much no, you more know, to it, but people don't want to hear that. No, yeah. it is. No, yeah. I, I agree with you. And, and you know, what that makes me remember or think of is, like, okay, now this is all what if. This is a scenario. But let's assume like that he actually did have a victim where he did you know molest a child or whatever. Um, so right now, we're all in defense for the child. Like We need to save the children, protect the children, and we have empathy and love for these children, and we, we abhor what happened to them, and we just want them to be healed and made whole. Now, let's say one of those children who he had molested or who has been molested along their life did not heal from the situation. And then they keep growing and growing and then they become an abuser as well, just like he potentially could have been. It's so, so interesting. Well, now all of a sudden everything has changed and no one is interested how you got here. We just know what you did and what's happening. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and so there's it's like you said, it's, it's layered. There's more to it. And I think if we want, as a society, want to move on and to help people to heal, like you said, actions need to have consequences. But while we're, you know, putting putting these consequences out there, let's find out why this happened. Like, is there anything that we can trace in the development of these children that have led to them to make the decisions to be, you know, abusers as they get older? Like, how can we break the process? Exactly. Right? You know, it's, but, it's like you're still wrong. You're still going to jail. Yes. You know, but yes, exactly. let us have money. Right. But while we're here let's see about rehabilitating you if it's even if if it's within our power to do so 
to, right. you know, especially I do feel like hopefully he didn't actually touch another human child's body, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I, I, right. I'm still freaked out by um, who took the pictures of whatever child, whatever children he was looking at, because what happened to those children and where and where the fuck was that going down at? So that that's going to exactly. haunt that's going to haunt me for like the rest of my life um, now that I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think until this moment. I even consciously considered the reality that such pictures could exist. I, exactly. I, I know that I've heard stories about people taking pictures of, of random pictures of kids or trying to sneak a picture or trying to trick them into taking off their clothes, which is horrible in itself. But to rape a it child, yeah. where the fuck was this happening? Like where you're taking pictures, exactly. like where the fuck? Like, like that's like, mm-hmm. and so, and, I, and even as I'm thinking about it, I'm such a Libra. I'm such a stereotypical Libra because now I'm back to wanting to murder pedophiles again. But because um, <laughs> now I'm back to this shit just all like burn, burn forever. But it's mm-hmm. it's a layered thing. I'm just I couldn't be no judge because I'm too emotional about shit. I, I try. I'm trying to grow and be more. I'm trying to grow in my spiritual understanding and, and like and be and think deeper than just like my knee jerk emotional response. But mm-hmm. my, the, that emotional response of burn them all and let them fry in hell forever it definitely right. keeps co- keeps coming back. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. It is it is so hard to fathom. I just yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess we'll well. I guess that's I was about to say. Well, we'll just see what kind of turns out with this case. But there is no case. It's over now because now that he's he's gone, he's dead. Um, no one gets any money, <laughs> and the case is dro- the case is dropped. And I know how, as a society, for many people, and I get this. There's a, a need for certain things to have closure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. And 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 if there were victims, if there were victims, um, I don't know what type of closure they can get, unless they feel that him killing himself is good enough for them, and that's the closure they need. But I don't know. Yeah, wait. Because who was he paying the money to? See, that's that's exactly it. And that's what didn't make sense to me in the articles. They said that the money would be paid to anyone who came forth. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. You did say but that. Here's the it, thing, didn't, though. it didn't fully connect with my, yeah. my brain. Yeah, you did say that. No, okay, no, it's well. good. But yeah. then but then I haven't I haven't read anything yet about anyone who's come forth yet. You know, not to not to say they're not out there. Not to say they're not out there, but there haven't been anything about anyone coming forth yet. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know. this world is but anyhow, um, I know there was one more thing that I mean, I, the funny thing about it uh, to our listeners, y'all probably can't hear this. We before we hit the record button, we were talking about how you know we were kind of in a light mood or whatever. But this might lighten up the mood. This might lighten up the mood a little bit. Um, Demarcus, if you check your um, WhatsApp. Um, are you able to pull that up on your phone? Yeah, I have it here. Okay, I just sent it to you. So if you didn't mind, if you could, uh, we have a question, and actually, um, I sent you three. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the second one and see where it says, anyway, my question slash topic request, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, so just to set this up, we got a um a, um a request from um one of our f- supporters followers. And so they want us to talk about something. And so, DeMarcus, you can read it and then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. It says, anyway, my question slash topic request is, how do you guys suggest preparing for your first time? Uh, because of me not being so... Wait. 
That's a typo. I think, I think said, what, they, yeah. what they meant to say. Because yeah. of me being so paranoid and not fully out, I've only done a few things. I don't trust many out there. I don't know if I want to be a top or bottom or both. LOL. <laughs> it doesn't have to be answered on the... Po- oh, well. Well, we are answering We did. <laughs> we did tell them that Oops. we would we would um, yeah. read this on a podcast, and they and they responded back and said that's fine, that's great. So keep going. Oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, because of me. Oh yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. question. So that's the question. So the question is again, how do you guys suggest preparing for your first time? Oh, this has been a right. wonderful. Um, like segue from pedophilia into bottoming but um <laughs> oh my gosh right, yeah, like, let's right, just... right. and 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 they, they also did say that they weren't sure if they want to be a top or bottom or both so we can kind of put that you know keep that in mind as we answer the question as well but yeah what a segue oh gosh yeah i know because yeah. you know I, I, you know how much we hate even the connection yeah about, i was about to say yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, exactly. a lot of people they Exactly. And that's that's what I was kind of right. yeah, but to, mm-hmm. let's make a clean break and break. So, yeah, so right. how to prepare <laughs> oh Which one of y'all want to mm. want to field this one? Well, well are we going to talk about yeah, how we prepared mm-hmm. for our first? <laughs> like what is this? Oh, wow. Well, I don't even you know, um, I mean, now here's the thing. If, here's the only thing. Well, first of all, if you, if any of us want to share that story, that's fine. But I know that each of us have encountered that at different phases in life when maybe knowledge was not attained or there might have been, you know, whatever whatever. But or if you just want to get some general advice based off of what you know now. You know I'd be I mean? happy to give some general advice. I feel like I've said this before, but I feel like um yeah. a lot of people are really uneducated and I think that um, which is and I'm glad he he wrote in because I think that it's not easy to get good quality advice from people I'm not a doctor or anything I just want to throw that out there Um, don't take this as like official medical advice but I will say that um, I think that the um, okay two things just came to mind he's just asking he's asking specifically about just how to prepare for it like um he's not asking any other stuff other than that just so i'm clear yeah yeah he's just asking how to prepare for it and I, he started off i i feel like he's asking more so about how to prepare if you're going to bottom for the first time but yeah. he said he's not sure if he wants to do both so maybe right. so definitely preparation needs to be for both, well but, preparation yeah. at the top is kind of easy just have a content that's more of a mental preparation yeah. like, you know, but as a bottom control um, yourself yeah, yeah. To, to bottom one thing that bothers me um, I y'all know, and I'm not gonna be long. I'm gonna try not to be long with it about this. I think that self hate is very insidious within the black gay community, and I feel like mm-hmm. it shows its way. It shows itself in a lot of ways, and one of those ways is the bottom's obsession with cleanliness. Now, I know that you want to be clean, obviously, just as a human, and, and you want to be clean for your partner. I, I totally get that. But I think that a lot of bottoms clean themselves to the point of stripping away natural protections that their bodies have. And also they end up making it more painful for themselves. So if you do choose to cleanse yourself with, and I encourage you to do a a little bit of research too on Google, um, that if you do choose to cleanse yourself with, um, what you got, but I can't think of the term with it, like a, yeah, with it, with an enema, you want to give yourself at least two hours or more between that and the time you expect to have sex because there's natural, Mm -hmm. um, mucus lining and oils and stuff. There's, there's stuff within your body 
it's not all bad. A lot of that stuff needs to be there to protect your actual flesh and the delicate membranous tissue. And so you want to make sure that you, I personally feel like if you're eating a healthy diet, and I know this is not popular amongst a lot of gay black men, but also a lot of gay black men don't know what the fuck they're doing. Even ones that are older don't know what the fuck they're doing for, for a long time. So <laughs> for many years, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. If you're eating a healthy mm-hmm. diet, all you really have to do is go to the bathroom one good time. You get enough fiber and stuff and it'll cleanse you out enough. And just don't like I wouldn't recommend eating right before you know you're going to do whatever. But just let yourself have a natural bowel movement and, and you could be good. Now, if you do have a crappy diet as in one that does not allow you to really cleanse yourself and you want to do the enema thing, give yourself at least two hours between that and the time that you're going to um, that you're going to have sex. Also, don't get carried away with with the amount of cleansing. I know people are, are like obsessed with like I don't want any I don't want any anything there. I think there's also an element of maturity that's lacking with black gay yeah. men. It's an ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, yes. like it's, it's not meant to be like oh, 100%, 100% speaking span. There's this kind of like um, shit shaming mm-hmm. thing that happens. Um, again, I know you don't mm-hmm. want to paint as the kids say. You don't want to get stuff on fecal matter on your dude. But just like, I feel like like I've had sex with guys before and stuff is not like to the point where I just want to throw up. But like, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like as a grown ass man, I understand it's, it's a, but, you know, like, it's not going to be, it like, it's not yeah. like, I think there's a little, I think you want to be with someone who you trust to be mature enough and also gentle enough because, um, yeah. and, and, and I think as, as we've said before, have sex with somebody you can talk to. And I don't just mean like mm-hmm. nasty talk. I mean, like, like, Hey, I'm concerned with this or that. I don't want you to run up in me like it's a porn thing. You know, like I, I want it to feel good and I, I don't want you to like ruin me. I don't want you to like mm-hmm. run up in my guts or all the stuff people say, because um, like, I don't know if I told y'all I had to stop. I, I deleted Tumblr from my phone <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I haven't looked at, I haven't been looking at porn lately because black porn is just horrible. Like I love black men. And um and and I find I'm you know I'm in a committed relationship but I still notice attractive black guys. Um, of course, yeah. porn is horrible for I feel, I feel like as someone who has not that I'm just a hoe but as someone who has a lot of sexual experience and um on both sides um and someone who's empathic by nature I hate bad sex and I feel like porn is ninety nine point nine percent especially as it pertains to black guys really bad sex it's one guy being like punished fucked. And the other guy mm-hmm. enjoying himself somewhat. And it's because we don't want... It's a whole bunch of stuff. So, like I said, I didn't want to be long-winded, but I was anyway. Eat a healthy diet. I would say, number one, <laughs> take just take a dump and cleanse yourself that way. And give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. Again, give yourself a good two hours bef- after that to, like, to... And just drink water, whatever. You'll survive. Go, go in two hours without food. <laughs> you know, drink drink water, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but let, let, let the body calm back down. If you're going to cleanse yourself with an enema, again, give yourself two to maybe even four hours to let the tissues calm back down and to replenish mm-hmm. some of your natural protections. Otherwise, it's going to hurt. It's going to burn. This flesh is going to be raw. And But I'm of the opinion that bottoming should not... The hallmark of a good bottom should not be your ability to take pain. That's not what it should be. I know it's a popular notion. I personally feel that has to do with self-hate. And I think a lot of black gay men feel they deserve pain. And I think that a lot of black Mm -hmm. gay men still feel that sex 
with other men is inherently wrong, even those who proclaim to be proudly gay. I think there's a lot of self-hate. Mm-hmm. And because I think that's why they don't question the fact that sex hurts. They think it's supposed to. And so um, mm-hmm. just keep in mind, it should not hurt. And if it does hurt, then play with yourself. Get a little toy. That's another way to prepare. Number three, get a mm-hmm. toy. Play with yourself gently. Find out if you can't make yourself feel good, he ain't going to be able to do it. So right. figure out, get a, get a little prostate massager and lube it up with some real lube. Spit is not lube. Mm-hmm. Lube it up with some, re- just mm-hmm. purchase some lube off of Amazon or some shit. Get some real lube and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. use it on yourself. Because if you can't find the pleasure, then it's really unfair to expect him to be able to do that. So that's all I'm going to say. So now I'm going to shut up. Uh, no, that's good. That's good advice. Demarcus, you're next. But before before you mention, I just want to also want to throw this out there for our listeners. If we have any, um, you know, heterosexual listeners, y'all can be listening too because <laughs> anal sex is not just reserved for us. Anal sex, like everybody, well, not everybody because some people don't, but a lot of people, a lot of straight couples be having anal sex. And also, have y'all heard of the term pegging? I feel like I have. Well, one of my, my and I'm, I'm only being this specific just to give you the context, but one of my <laughs> white friends um, on the West Coast <laughs> put me onto this. He, he was like, yeah, man, pegging. I was like, what is pegging? And so basically it's when a straight couple um, has anal sex, but it's when the woman puts yeah. straps on and pegs her husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, all that to say, anal sex is for everybody. <laughs> the, so- <laughs> the delight that that brought you is hilarious to me. <laughs> It's for everyone, y'all. Everyone, get you some. Get you some. But, DeMarcus, is there anything that you wanted to share in terms of um, advice, whether it be in a top or a bottom? Um, I think Eric... For first time type advice. Yeah. Hit the nail on the head. Um, first and foremost, make sure you, you're protected. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Totally. <laughs> um, or yeah. make sure the partner puts on a condom or whatever y'all doing. Just somebody got a condom on Number two, mm-hmm. um, yeah, stamina. Build it up. What do you mean by stamina? <laughs> T- tell us what you mean by stamina. Build up mm-hmm. that stamina. Whether you topping or bottoming, mm-hmm. you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Like. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. It's great oh, it's you great. have great okay. stamina. <laughs> okay okay I, I, I was just, i was just trying to i was trying to read the energy with it okay <laughs> what i mean by that is i mean it's sex is an exercise in my opinion okay it's, i got you i got you i got you it yeah, can be yeah, very yeah. draining um physically mm-hmm. so yeah. get your cardio on because um, <laughs> get your cardio on <laughs> let me That's stop hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, pretty much everything Eric well, said. I like, never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, it, like he said, it shouldn't hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. Watch out for, you know, trauma because sometimes yeah. bleeding can happen. Whether you're penetrating mm-hmm. someone, they're penetrating you, just be careful. Um, mm-hmm. Don't just go ramming things in. That's not how the body works. Yeah. The body doesn't work like that anywhere. Like you jam something in any orifice, it's gonna hurt. No, yeah, no. yeah exactly. Yeah, your ass not, and also, did, did, and anybody that's who so tops true. is someone who's 
<laughs> no matter how many times you tell a bottom to relax, that doesn't magically make it relax. You have to listen exactly. to their body. And so right. don't be like, oh, relax, relax, relax. I know you're eager. Sometimes the top is just afraid he's not going to stay hard, so he's trying to rush it. I kind of right. understand mm-hmm. that, too, because it can really kill the mood to have to have an ooch owl kind of person to slow it down but what you can yeah. do as a bottom is kind of prepare yourself and kind of work on yourself a little bit just kind of loosen mm-hmm. stuff up exactly. a bit um before, before before you get to whatever um but and that and that's what but that's what foreplay is for too like to help out with that let foreplay like encourage whoever you're trusting enough to penetrate you i hope you trust them mm-hmm. enough to talk about this stuff with but the foreplay should be long and like ample and part of it, whether they eat you out or finger you or whatever, like it's part of the goal is to put you in a receptive state to, of readiness. Because mm-hmm. if yep. it hurts a meal. whole lot, if it hurts a whole lot when they first try to get it in, then either you haven't done your homework of kind of getting to know your body or they haven't done enough mm-hmm. with the uh, with the foreplay or they're just rushing too damn exactly. much. But I, I have exactly. a thing where I, I don't as far as bottom is concerned. I would never do it for, with anybody I didn't 100% trust. Like, I, like I've topped a lot more yep. than I'm bottom. Not because I don't, I don't um, subscribe to the whole tops are better than bottoms kind of hierarchy. I don't think it makes you any more or less than a, of a man. The only reason why I've topped mm-hmm. more is because a bottoming is not something I would do casually. Because for me, it mm-hmm. involves too much trust. It's just too easy for somebody to inflict a great deal of pain and also permanent yeah. damage to your body. And so, um, yeah, exactly. but if it's exactly done properly, that. it can be it can be fucking amazing. Like I knew a dude who used to say, um, "Ain't no nut like a nut with a dick in the butt." Dick <laughs> in the butt. Yes, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. It, it, yeah. can, it, can, mm-hmm. it can be sublime. It could be a wonderful experience, mm-hmm. but it can also be extraordinarily mm-hmm. painful. Um, and downright traumatic if somebody goes into homo thug mode and wants to try to like like forcefully take your ass unless you unless you legitimately like pain some people actually like that and if that's your thing then that's different but um mm-hmm. yeah like for the for the like for the typical person who doesn't want to hurt um who has a normal human reaction to pain um then yeah I, I just take heed to, to all of this and choose your partner take wisely heed. Take heed. Yes, please. I agree. The only thing I would mention, um, and I'm going to take it from a a slightly different perspective, is the actual act itself, Mm. um, which both of y'all have already hit on, but in a sense of the position. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preach on it. Yeah, that that could definitely make a difference. Yeah, you know, and and actually, if if you take the advice that Eric and Demarcus have both given about, you know, experimenting with yourself, whether it's a prostate massager, the sense of prostate massage is so much smaller, that may not be as effective, but if you're using like an actual size dildo or whatnot, um, you know, you, you could either be on your back. Or you could be on your knees and on your hands, or you could be on your side, or you could be on top. Like there's different positions, and I do know that for some people, depending on the position that they're in, will determine how um, how easy it is for their first time. You know what I mean? Some people feel like for the first time, or even in general, being on a side seems to you know feel have greater pleasure versus trying to ride for the first time or trying. Well, to, the one yeah. good on thing I'll knees. say about <laughs> riding, the one good thing about riding. You can control it, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So at least you can kind of control, and they can't just, I mean, I guess they could thrust up, but you have more control over like what goes inside your body. And so that's a good good thing about riding, yeah. 
Exactly. And again, you just that stand goes back up. to stamina because them legs will cramp up on you. <laughs> you never drink enough water. That's true, though. I'm serious. Your legs can That's... cramp up on you if you don't drink enough water. Get your potassium. You don't have enough iron. I'm telling you. Yeah. Everything comes into play when you have sex. Don't play around. Yeah. You will find yourself there with a Charlie horse trying to figure that shit out before you come. You're right. You're right. You need. <laughs> You better do some leg extensions in the gym to get ready. <laughs> do some stretch. Stretch. Yeah. Stretching is important depending on how far you want to go with this now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so true, though. So, yeah, you, you definitely got to have that stamina and the strength. Oh. And I, and I definitely. Other, I, yeah. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say one other thing, and I'm not trying to be funny or anything because, you know, people can get their groove on no matter what, but I know dick size does come into play with this, too. Okay. Oh right. It yeah. does. It really does because you it know does. certain positions, you know, smaller di- certain positions you can't do. You know, <laughs> even having a larger. There's a, no. I'm serious. I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. There's Spell certain it out, positions. Though. Spell it out. I'm not. I'm not being mm. funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I should no, say. I got you. Go ahead. There are mm. certain positions that huge dick dudes probably you don't want to go for. Like I, I would not ride. This is me personally. This is me. We're talking about here. I would not ride a twelve-inch dick. There's just it's just too much danger involved. Uh, yeah, danger. right. <laughs> yeah. And it also depends my slip. Bigger, how, you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, you see, but what you know? What one thing I was thinking is, first of all, Demarcus. Yes, I agree. I do agree about that. But at, but also. At the flip side, Eric, when you were mentioning about at least on top, you have more you more more control. I will I'll say this. Number one, I'm not trying to ride no 12 inch dick either. Absolutely not. But at the <laughs> same time, if I had to get in bed with that much length, at least on top, I could be like, okay, nope, and I'm standing up, you know? Yeah. But if I'm yeah. like on my knees or something and they're like behind me and I can't control oh no. Because one That's good thrust will dangerous. fuck up your life. One good it's thrust. Exactly. Right. 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 You have to know your body. Like if you're a very small person, they can get more right. in you more easily. But yes, if you're thick exactly. and have a lot of ass, then it kind of can act as a nice little buffer. <laughs> so it won't. No, that, that's, yeah. you know, that's true. It, it that's can kind of spare you a bit. But if you're a very lean person, um, then you have to really be careful because they can just really go. But if you if you're thicker and got if you have more butt, more thighs, it can help you out a little bit as far as like it can defensively. <laughs> and I want to reiterate, I'm not. I'm yeah. not shaming dick sizes. I want to reiterate that. Oh, I'm no, not absolutely dick not. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying no, that. No. To be honest. You got to work with what you got. No, I personally that feel like two things. any, yeah. uh, any mm-hmm. size, I don't understand people who are size queens who are bottoms. I don't get it because even yeah. a finger can feel like a lot. So when people, when people are like, I want a really big, thick 12 inch, like I just, that's never been mine. I, I can't. No, that, no, no. That hasn't been mine either. And I know from, matter of fact, from my don't experience, want that. like, don't at, want that. At the times, at the times that I did, you know, and, and, and enjoyed it too, did, did bottom, if it was, don't get me wrong. If you got a big dick, then you know we're gonna do what we gotta do. But if you pull out like a, if if I know that I'm with you and I'm going to bottom, you pull out like a five inch. I'm like actually praising in inside. Like <laughs> yes, it's small. <laughs> I guess I just got you know whatever, whatever. But no, but like y'all, I de- I definitely don't don't dick shame. Either. Yeah, because look but, at the look at the sex toys designed for prostate stimulation. Look at the toys designed exactly. to make men come anally. They're not big. Yeah. Like that's the whole point. That's, nice. that's why I recommend a prostate yeah. massager first. <laughs> because <laughs> right. what you say? 
<laughs> he, Demarcus said they're not spray cans, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. Because I feel like again, I feel like porn be having people fucked up. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. It might. It, it might be really exciting to see someone with such you know ample manhood. But if you think about it, going inside your body, especially if they're not right. experienced, if there's someone who's used to just ramming it into people, because they're not. Because <laughs> I've dated somebody where I'm like, look. There's all, you only gonna get like half of that in me, and if you try to put the whole thing in me, I will I will fight you. I will literally. Okay, like, ah. see, I, and they I, were like I, laughing. Yes. I was like, I'm dead serious. I will take mm-hmm. about a, I like to, about half. If you try to put the whole thing in, where I will get yeah. up and I will literally punch you. Like we will fight. And I was like, that's nice, not yes. funny. You could really hurt my body. Like don't do it. You know. So it's right. just and, and let, yeah. I was gonna say something on that too. You actually you actually kind of pointed out something I was um, waiting to say. It was exactly that. And this is actually advice for the top. I know we've been giving a lot of advice for the bo- people who are bottoming. And like we said, for the top, there isn't a lot of preparation per se. But this is one thing you could take that you don't have to put it all the way in. You don't. You know what I mean, like you don't. You don't. You, you, you don't have to be hitting your hips all the way up on their ass. It does not. <laughs> you know, you can get pleasure by <laughs> just like half of it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. So, so for you tops out there who need some type of advice, or, or or even for this person who asked that question, if you decide to top, don't think that if you don't get it all the way in that you're not doing something. You know what I mean? For the male right. prostate is not that far up into the body. You know, you only need like a certain amount to hit the G spot. So, but anyways, no, it's true. That's and you don't you don't have to you don't have to move like super vigorously from the jump. Like one thing, I think right. it's hard. One problem with, because like like I told y'all know, I, black black men I think are attractive as hell, all shades, all sizes, um, and I mean like body size, not necessarily dicks, but whatever. Um, right, right. But one thing that really bothers me is that culturally we tend not to be very in tune with our bodies because we're taught to not feel our feelings, and so mm-hmm. I find that as sexual mm-hmm. as black men think they are, they typically and not not all. But they typically are not sensual. And I think because they typically look at sex in an overly aggressive, almost attacking kind of manner. And they, they, they don't, they're not willing to be vulnerable. And so and I, and I feel like, therefore, most tops suck at reading the person they're having sex with. And so I know I used to be like that when I first started topping dudes. There was so much going on in my head, like especially when I fully hadn't accepted myself as a gay man. I... um. I would just kind of ram it in, you know, and looking back yeah, yeah. And, and looking back, the guys were like, oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. No, they didn't. But they ain't know no better either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, the, it's right, the, it's right, the, right. the blind leading the blind up in this bitch, you know? And so, um, and it's, it's, it's just very important if you're going to top that you tune in to the guy's reactions and also understand just being all the way real. I'm just tell you all the way real. Just like women fake orgasms a lot. So do men. A bottom will fake like he's enjoying it and be in a world of pain and just be acting like he enjoys it for you. Or he might enjoy the Mm -hmm. idea of the closeness with you, but he's in pain. Especially when he's like, oh, stop, stop. Don't do that whole, why are you running? Why are you running? No, the nigga's in pain. Chill the fuck out. Chill out. That's not cute. It's not. It's not cute. Doesn't like matter. it just. I, that's why I can't. I can't watch porn. Like because the dude. The uh, the dude sweating. He's stress sweating. He ain't even moving. He's sweating right. like he's sweating bricks. He's in pain. Like it's not hot. His mm-hmm. dick is soft as fuck. All it's soft. soft. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the. I'm gonna tell you another mm-hmm. thing. We said it before, but I know it's gonna rock some of y'all worlds. Bottoms can get hard too. Boop. And you never even heard mm-hmm. that before. Because a lot of y'all used to seeing mm-hmm. little limp dicks flopping around. If the bottom's not hard. Now, yeah, when you're first entering, it could go down. But if the bottom's soft for the whole time you're having sex, 
unless he literally has erectile dysfunction like medically and needs to see a doctor for which that's a serious mm-hmm. issue unless unless that's the problem you're not doing something right like if yeah, if, if he can get hard yeah. any other time except for when you're fucking him if something's wrong and so you gotta tackle so that true. you know well no pun intended you but, but, but you gotta <laughs> but I just think that black gay men need to talk like really talk about sex more mm-hmm. and because sexuality is so tied to our our frail sense of masculinity i've learned in my mm-hmm. experience not so much to do what i'm with now you know because i've been in a long-term relationship but when i was dating more regularly um mm-hmm. like it's easy to be nasty but to really talk about yeah. what you like and don't like a lot of guys are afraid to go or to have sex with somebody and be like you know what like what? I'm, oh, I hope he doesn't murder me for this. I really hope he doesn't murder me for this. But me and my uh-huh. dude, when we first started having sex, like our sex has gotten better and better and better over the years. But when we first started, like I feel like part of being in a long-term committed relationship with somebody, or just a long-term relationship, you don't have to be committed. To, I mean, do what you do. But when you have mm-hmm. a regular sex partner, y'all can learn each other's bodies. There was some stuff he would do I didn't like it, and some stuff I would mm-hmm. do he didn't like that. And so it's like when you know. Mm-hmm. And we got to have debriefings where we would talk about stuff. I had never done that before with any of my other male sexual partners. I had tried, but they would always get in their feelings and be like, you know, like, <laughs> like there was like one dude I dated who would give me the sloppiest head that it was disgusting and it didn't feel good, but he was all into it. And I tried to tell him like, man, I don't need all the theatrics. Like you just create a suction. Right, right. You could dry it up a little bit, like because it's not doing no good for me, you know. But he just he couldn't mm-hmm. like. And I tried to have a, like a real talk. I'm being kind of funny now, but I tried to have a talk like, hey man, you know, I prefer if you just you know that's what works better for me. And he got his, he got all in his feelings. Like I know I'm good. Like I don't I don't want you just slobbering for no reason. Like you're not really in your lips all right. loose. Like to do you know. But point is, mm. um. I feel like that's what made me and, me and my current partner, that's what made our sex better and better because we were able to communicate. And some stuff I didn't want to hear and some stuff he didn't want to hear. But then we started really genuinely doing what the other like. And then we got to know, like, okay, this reaction I'm getting from you is a real reaction. And also, mm-hmm. like, to some degree, the proof is in the pudding when you see, like, <laughs> no pun in, I guess slightly pun intended. Like, if you make somebody <laughs> come, then then you win, you know. But, um, exactly. yeah, so, like, it's, it's like if you make, if, if you're topping somebody and they come without touching themselves, good job, you know. You you mm-hmm. triple, triple high score, you know. So, um, you gotta, mm-hmm. uh, like, just, like, simple rules. Look at their dick. <laughs> Not that it has to be rock hard the <laughs> whole time. Like, I don't want you to give the person performance anxiety. But if it's super soft from start to finish, something was not. Something went awry, right. you know. And, like, and especially exactly. if they was moaning down. They was just trying to, that's lip service. Like, don't don't let your ego get in the way of good sex. Like, talk it out. Like, and also understand, mm-hmm. most people's first time isn't wonderful. To be honest, you know, mine wasn't either with my first time with the woman and my first time with the man. Neither one was wonderful. In both cases, I was so like, oh, my God, I'm having sex. <laughs> like, you know, I, almost couldn't really, I almost couldn't even really think about it. I was very young, but I was like, oh, my God, I'm having sex with my girlfriend. Then years later, it's like, oh, my God, I'm having sex with a dude. Like, what the fuck? He's a dude, a big football player as dude is riding my dick. Like, this is crazy. I, I like almost couldn't mm. really be present in the moment. So I know it sounds hot mm. and he was hot. Like, I think back on it sometimes, but. But, uh, but I was like, wow, like, I really wish I could have <laughs> taken better advantage of that. But I was just so caught off guard. Um, 
by the mm. experience itself. But even then, like the first, and I, we talked about this before, but the first dude I had sex with, he was fine as hell. But he got so into the theatrics, the way he was riding me, it hurt. Like he was like, and he was a thick, muscular dude. Like it, he was like, <laughs> it was, it hurt. Like he was getting too carried away. You know, like, and he was the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was the top. Like, you know, and, I, and he was, right, and he was still right. hurting me. I was like, damn, like, ease, ease up. You know, so, but he was trying to, mm-hmm. you know, do it porno style. Like, just don't let porn. The last thing I'm gonna say before I shut up: try your best to get porn out of your head and focus on the Ooh. actual person you're with in the moment. Like, even if it doesn't focus. look like what you saw in the videos, don't don't fall for the trap. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they do what they do for a camera. When you're really trying to make somebody feel good, when you're really trying to connect to someone, when you're really trying to have a moment with somebody, tune into them, their body, their reactions. Get the bullshit from Dog Pound USA out of your head. Like, don't be worried about <laughs> that stuff. Like, oh, like, like, focus on. Is that still a thing? You know what I'm talking about. Whatever the current say, thing is, is, whatever the current thing is. Yeah. Is it is that a Steve, is even still out? I, re- I remember that though. I, I know. I know. Pornhub has like everything now, but whatever. If, the, if those my, websites even still make money, mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're all just defunct now. But whatever the whatever the cool new urban thugs, urbangaythugs.net, whatever. I'm just making up shit now. I don't that's a real thing. But whatever, whatever, whatever it is now, you know, just try to get whatever you see on Pornhub. Just try to like push that out of your head and um, push it out. Yeah, and just focus on like the person that you're with as best mm-hmm. you can. I agree. Agree. I agree. Well, yeah. With that, <laughs> with that said. <laughs> I'd like to end it on um, one last thing. I am very excited to go see the 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes for Black Panther. Yo, 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 yo. To see Black Panther. Like, Hmm. the reviews have been... The reviews from people, of course, who have seen it. Like, you know, some people, stars, have already seen it. It's already been, like, the initial premiere. It hits the theaters for everyone else on February 16th. And they're just talking about how already it's breaking records in terms of pre-sales and we got our tickets um, already. Overall. Oh, y'all did? I didn't mm-hmm. get mine too. I didn't get mine too. Demarcus, did you get your ticket yet? Well, of course. What do you mean? We got our tickets yeah, for one of those theaters where you get to have food at your seat and stuff like that. And so we we doing oh, it. Oh, right, up you did say that. Yeah, yeah. it sold out. To be it's honest, like, I'm, the website kept yeah. crashing, so we had to get our tickets like a couple of days later or some shit. But we got them. Right. I was about to say, to be honest, I might have waited too late. It might be sold out for the first day. Uh, And to be honest, I don't even mind not seeing it on the day of, although I would prefer to. My only concern is having to wait another week or so and social media going crazy. You know it. You you know know it. I just don't want people just spoiling it and you know but, they um, will <laughs> i'm very excited they will they will they're gonna be you're yeah, gonna see all kind of screenshots people who took clips from their phone <laughs> wasn't it so dope when scarlet witch came out of nowhere nobody was expecting it you know it's gonna be all kind right. of storm. nobody thought storm they was are. gonna come down but storm came down and they got married right you know that's what i really be bad about exactly so. you know they're gonna but do yeah. that shit I, I I can't wait to see it though. I'm yeah. excited. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. But, but you anyway, yeah, yeah. You know, Rotten Tomatoes oh, no, go put out. No, I'm just gonna say Rotten Tomatoes put out a thing saying that they weren't gonna let people um, give it a low rating out of racism, and so they were keeping an eye out for um, for like racist kind of posts and stuff like that. So 
Um, well, there's also a group of fans, DC fans, who said they were going to give it a low rating because of how critics bashed all the DC movies. So there's like a group of 2,000 uh, on Facebook, a group of like 2,000 people who planned to go to Rotten Tomatoes to give it bad reviews. Just automatically. You know what? Bitches. You know what? I, you know what I think. First of all, yes, bitches indeed, and I, I think that's horrible. And people are so stupid, and I, I don't put it past someone to do that. Of course. But I honestly think that in this case, I feel that the success of the movie is going to prevail. That I think. I think it's. I think it's, it's going to be able to override whoever these two thousand people are. Like even if somehow they you know, do kind of fuck with the ratings online, I think the movie is still going to break records. And I think that. When people see it and they start by word of mouth share how great it is, that you know the people, the two thousand people, whoever they're going to be a minority. That's what I think, but we'll see. I think you're I'm right. Excited though. We yeah, I'm, shall I'm overcome. I know, right? I'm actually online pulling up a theater now. But anyways, <laughs> I, need, I need to get my ticket. I need to get my ticket. Because y'all both of y'all got y'all's tickets. I know y'all are in different states. We're all in different states. Yeah. But I need to see I need to see what it's like here in New Jersey or New York. To be honest, to be honest though, if I see it, I don't think I'm gonna go into New York to see it. I think I just wanna stay in Jersey since it's more easily accessible. It might get too crazy in New York. They might be all over doing some craziness, but and I mean in a good way, but I just don't know. I don't know. My anxiety might hit or whatever, being in a new place and stuff. And then but then again, it could be like a celebration. I don't know. I need to see what I'm gonna wear. It, <laughs> we'll it could. You might want to go in Jersey right. though. You might want to go in right. Jersey. No, <laughs> for real yeah. though. For real. Because yeah. I've been to yeah. movies. I've been to movie mm-hmm. movies in New York that weren't even that popular, and and people was kind of wilding out. And so um, exactly. But I've also been in calm ones yeah. too. But it's you know it depends on where you at. But I've definitely been in some wild situations. So. Yeah, mm, and, lo- and loud people loud. talking. The loud. Oh no, that's that girl from the. Oh, uh, you know, and people from Harlem. And I from, know, and from Washington Heights yelling all through it. So I yeah. can't take that. And I think we've all been to movies together where we might have had that experience at least one time. Yeah, um, I'm <sighs> pretty sure. And I would say get oh get goodness. go to a theater where. You get to reserve your seat in advance because one thing yes. we know they're gonna be good for. Oh, we saving these eighteen seats. <laughs> you know how you know how we like to do. Oh, we saving these six seats in a row Ooh, for some people. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can't. I can't take that. I can't. I can't. I cannot do that. I'll Y'all Negroes, just, you know, and ain't nobody mm-hmm. but us. I don't ever see white people do that. The white people will save a seat or two. Black folk, we be like, well, no, we saving this this all the way down there. Like I put my jacket down at the last one, so exactly, it's, um, it's all Ooh. of these. That gets on my nerves. I can't take it. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Well, y'all, it has been fun. Fine. It has been fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you said fine, yes. fun. Fine. <laughs> to be honest, it's, yeah. it sounds like the same to me. Yeah, I, I know because the vowel ends up being modified. Yeah, it's pretty much right. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right. So I guess this is until next time, which we've been we're back on it. So y'all see us soon. You know. All right, well, bye, y'all. Happy Black Panther. All right, y'all, watch y'all next time. (laughs) Yes, happy Black Panther. (laughs) See y'all later. All right, peace. Bye.